0: The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content.
1: This is Colvic Darkseed, I'm a half-orc cleric, I'm really into CrossFit and spreading my dike seed. Shakes.
2: I am Melvin Hardy. I am a high elf wizard. Unfortunately, sometimes I turn people inside out.
0: I drink to forget, and I think I remember. Previously on The Very Good Adventuring Team. Lexi's gone, and I'm watching, I'm watching Grace right now. He was big, he was a big man. Yeah, blonde, dirty blonde hair come down to about his chin. No, let's fight the giant.
2: <laughs>
3: I mean,
0: fuck, we are an adventuring team.
2: We're coming, nerd. I didn't get to 230-something years old by being brave. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. Is there, is there, like, a large
0: bee? I don't know how to explain this, but... <laughs> that, that, that killed him. <laughs> From the fields behind Melvin... This man starts walking up. Some dirty blonde hair, about chin length, spills down around his face. My name is Pardon Hempwig, and I would like to say a deep, deep thank you to you and your compatriots for saving my life. Oh, you're you're very welcome, Pardon. Uh, we're very glad to meet you.
2: Looking for a friend of ours. His name is Alexi. So I'm going
0: to cast old person look at his backpack. eh? (laughs) And as you let go, the edges of it fall to the ground, and as it settles flat, the surface itself kind of blurs for a second. Your eyes were almost avoiding looking at it, but eventually they can't help but settle on the body. So I take out my tinder box, and I look right into his eyes, and I light his foot on fire. And in this chest, you find 3,224 gold pieces. Oh, Holy crap.
2: man. Pretty much anything that's in here should probably go to Grace. Right. The money is enough to set her up somewhere. So, the other thing that's kind of weighing on me right now are Carl's words when he was drunk,
0: where basically he's describing how they a just. Harvest?
2: Well, I guess. When,
0: uh, by the way, just to step into that for a second, when you said harvest, harvest is like. They're talking about like the season, like mm-hmm. fall, not like they're harvesting, harvesting people.
2: people. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. I, <laughs> did,
0: I, I just realized when you said that, that it might not have been clear about that. He was talking about fall harvesting fields. Sorry, okay. go on. Moment. No, I, I
2: guess that him, his people that he works with, everyone that works at the Broken Egg, they're being used and abused. This guy just walked in, murdered one of them, threw her in a hole and walked out the door. Like I don't know if there's anything that we can do about that, but well, it, maybe we uh, talk I, to... I'm just thinking about all the time that I've spent there over the last how many years, mm-hmm. and then something like this happens, and I'm just, I don't know why I'm not okay with it.
0: Maybe it's not the first time something like this has happened. Maybe maybe shit like this happens to people that work in the sex trade all the time. Maybe right? the, uh, the
1: good adventuring team can start a little security company in town. I don't know. I don't know. Get a little few recruits on ourselves. Become the good guys. Better than that stupid-ass, super-awesome team or whatever they think
0: they are. I think we're pretty God. good guys already. We just burned a man I've... to death and stuffed a giant's ass. <laughs> 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 if there's any sign of a good human being. Yeah. <laughs> or a half-elf. That's but, not um... a bad idea, though. We could... uh Become pimps, because
2: that's kind of like what we're talking about. But, <laughs> you know, we could provide
3: security <laughs> for a small
2: nominal
0: fee, a small no. uh, non, uh, non-voluntary <laughs> fee.
1: No, we're not taking any of No, we go to Dunk it. and we give an idea. Say, hey, um, I bet we can find some people if you guys need, <laughs> I guess, uh, some protection. No, but uh, I mean, we just kind of, we care about this place, about these people. Hot car would probably appreciate it. Hot so what calm, do you what do you guys now.
0: want to do right now? You guys are standing on the side of the road. You got a crispy corpse in a giant spung hole. You got a <laughs> you got a giant <laughs> hole. And by the way, if you you uh, you test out the theory uh, that one of you has, if you if you pick up the edge of this thing, it goes back to just being like a big sheet of silk. So you can roll this thing up and carry it with you where you want to go. Okay. I don't think we can start on it. I don't. It doesn't even pay to talk about starting any kind of security thing on the side of the road. We will go back to town, bury Lexi, give money to Gracie. I mean, I don't... She can't stay down in the broken egg with these people.
2: But who's going to take care of
0: her? <sighs> we'll have to look around town. Well, it seems like,
1: um... How about Aegis? What ages. about the aunt? Whether it be... She seems like she has a, a lonely place with uh, old dishes. She seems like a terrible parent.
2: Yeah? She didn't really care for desire much well, at all. Maybe because that? of... Her dad,
0: yeah. against demons. I didn't, she didn't strike me as a particularly caring individual. No, I believe she made an insensitive remark about half elves at the time too. A little further back for me to remember, but
1: I guess Lexi's a full elf, huh?
0: What's uh, that? Is uh, it how how Lexi's, about Lexi's a full elf? Huh? in the shop. That's not. Yeah, see. Are we gonna make him do it, or
2: if we need to? This isn't your kid, is it, Roscoe?
0: That's a good question. Is the kid human? You just talked about half elves uh Uh she you can uh so so she's got lexi's hair right and she's got her facial features and all the rest of it you would expect a full elf to have fully pointed ears like like the spock ears basically hers are just a little bit rounded Mm. there's a good chance that's Uh (laughs) and now and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna state up front that this isn't like modern world right like there's no such thing as Paternity test or a DNA test or whatever. So this isn't something that you could know can easily. I, How many half elves are in tr- Andon?
2: Can I cast Identify on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> yeah. Um, identify is more for magical items. Basically, there's there's nothing available to you guys easily right now that would be like a paternity test. <sighs> But yeah. uh, anyway, I, I don't to... know, man. I don't, dude, you've known Grace for a long time, and uh, I don't know what you've hoped. I don't know what you have wanted to know. But I, I can definitely say that, at least in my head, mm-hmm. the thoughts crossed your mind. Because you've known, you've known Lexi for about seven years now. Right. And you've been a fairly mm-hmm. regular patron in that time. And seven Grace years. has been around for about four. Now, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of travelers that come in and out of town. It's not to say anything about any direction. But I will, I will grant you now that it's possible,
2: and you'll never
1: know. I mean, um, how do you guys feel? I'm not sure. Actually, never mind. Say, so how how would my parents feel about it? Out away from the home, but I don't think I'd want her under those guidelines under
0: super strict religious. Yeah, upbringing. my
1: yeah, yeah. I was just being out here. I'm just like, man, that's how do, would your that's would your different.
0: parents even take her in? See, I, mean, that, I don't know how they feel about race or anything, but just imagining, like, the daughter of a prostitute.
1: I mean, they're normal, very religious. I mean, I don't see why they would if this is, like, an abandoned child kind of thing, situation. Mm-hmm. I think they would.
0: I'm not trying to push you guys into that direction. I'm just I'm curious what but you But that think would be would uh, a safe place. We can go ahead and find out. Where do your parents
1: live? On the outskirts of Andon. All right, let's look
0: into it. So what are you going to do? What's, what's the immediate action?
1: Media actions to go down and um, tell everybody the situation with Roscoe and, I mean, not with with Roscoe, but with uh, Lexi to Hot Rod. Randy. Hot yeah. uh, hot, uh, Carl. Hot, hot Carl. Rod.
2: Yeah. I like I, Hot
0: uh, Rod, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody's it. hot in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His rival in the next town over is Hot Rod. <laughs> All right so so all right, just to put a pin in this for the time being, uh, mm-hmm. let's just say that you guys make your way back to town and for um, for tonight uh, you go Great. and uh, you go and pick up um, grace, Great. bring her back to the shop. Uh, you don't run into Carl just yet, so at some point you'll have some you know explanation and, and whatnot to bring to him some reckoning there but uh, so you've got her in the shop and and you'll figure out what to do in the morning. You're on, you're on babysitting duty because you don't want her there okay. during the, sh- the floor show, we'll call it. Let us summarize our leveling up experiences. Why don't we, uh, why don't we start with Polvik this time? Tell me all about attaining level five. Well,
1: obtaining level five. I got the Destroy Undead ability, so any creature with a challenging rating of a one half or lower is instantly destroyed, which is awesome. Would have been useful in that graveyard, but you know, we get what we get. And I'll then, send you
0: through some undead again.
1: Okay, that's a good foreshadowing. Foreshadowing—that's you telling me what it is. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no subtlety to my foreshadowing. You're, you're gonna fight some undead. That's it. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen next Um, I got some Revify and you touch a creature that has died within the last minute that creature returns to one hit point that'll be good for the team and Dispel Magic and that is the ball game here
0: right on right the fuck on Roscoe how was your leveling I rolled a five to increase my hit points to 32 got nothing but fives on that that's weird and, uh, that's like, uh, that would be the default that I chose to go that route, right? It would be. Uh, my proficiency bonus went up to three. I got the ability Uncanny Dodge. Use my reaction to have an attack damage against me. And yeah. I think that about wrapped her up. That Uncanny Dodge is pretty badass. Sweet. Oh, and my, uh, sneak attack damage went up to three D6. Nice. It's fucking huge. Yeah. Melvin
2: Hi Any foreshadowing you want to give us? Yeah, anything you want to directly tell me Before I say what I did All I'm going to
0: say is Watch your crocs Oh no I, There's actually nothing That's not foreshadowing at all Oh god I Watch your crocs Sweet crocs a, 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 you're going to step in like a six-inch deep mud puddle and they're going to get sucked in. I, I, thought, I thought you were going to say like, I just stepped in, in like a
2: six-inch turd or something like that. That <laughs> would have to do the a...
0: same thing. You're going to really have to evaluate whether you want to get... You guys oh. are going to be like dinosaur hunting. And... <laughs> <laughs> do I want that? <laughs> they were plus one red crocs. Oh. Another <laughs> plus one brown crocs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, okay, so I did not roll for hit dice because I'm just terrible at it. So I just added a uh, very modest six to a maximum of thirty HP. I got rid of a few spells and cantrips. Um, I've added lightning bolt to my spell book, uh fire bolt cantrip, and mage hand cantrip. You didn't have mage hand before? No, and I was like, why don't I have that? Because that could be uh pretty useful and potentially funny
0: i we did a uh we did a, a one-shot adventure one time i I haven't played a magic user in ages and so like i was like oh fuck it you know i'm gonna play a warlock and you get to pick cantrips i had i had mage hand and i just i did everything with mage hand like i'm gonna take a drink of water with mage hand <laughs> <laughs> i think we all know where this is gonna yeah. go but <laughs> that wasn't part of the adventure. <laughs> You think if you...
2: <laughs> if you had Mage Hand for real, would you ever leave the house? I'm
0: going to fist this hill giant. <laughs> <Mage Hand. laughs> oh, God. Can you specify the size of the hand? I don't know. A good question.
2: I didn't read it very carefully. I'll let you know, though. <laughs> While I was reading, I can't believe I missed
1: it, but with that spiritual weapon, that thing that can be floating around, it can take form to anything I want. So I could just make a flying dildo uh, and just slap people around with uh-huh. it. Plug.
0: 1d8 <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> rectal damage. <laughs> You've been butt plugged. It can take any form. Yeah. At any time. The weapon or can... do you have to choose the form?
1: Uh, I think you have to choose it before you cast it. The weapon can take whatever form you choose.
0: So you can't insert and expand. <laughs> <laughs> no no
1: blooming onion. <laughs> oh. Clerics of deities who are associated with a particular weapon make the spell's effect resemble that weapon. So I have to choose the random deity. think about it.
0: Yeah, I think I think you can just make it whatever you want and I feel like it should be like, it should be something different every time. St. Proctology? Woof. <laughs> anyway, Melvin, tell me about them spells. Um, well, I... Did you tell me about all of them already? Yeah, I told you them. Oh, I thought you had more, I'm sorry. No. I didn't mean to build up the expectation. No, that. that's... Oh, Let no. our entire Ukrainian fan base down. <laughs> I really want to know who the Ukrainian download was. Like, I don't know, I, that that person is, they made my day. They really did. Person from Ukraine, if you're listening right now, I want you to know that you made my day. I'm so happy you were our first overseas download. That's probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> don't break my heart. Don't break my heart. That It's probably bjat is
2: like Ukrainian for vagina or something.
0: Well, we would have gotten a lot more downloads by now. The Ukraine. Well, they do have their own. I can tell you that they're not weak. Just assume they're smoking. Well, they apparently can listen to podcasts in English. Or it was the worst experience ever. Like, listen to podcasts. It was terrible. But he still
1: speaking English.
0: Oh, you say hello in Ukrainian. Wait, say it again. How do, say, how do you say vagina? I don't know. I can't make heads or tails of that word. <laughs> oh, it's Cyrillic. Okay. Zdrav Zdrav Ukrainian listener. Z- Zdrav vojte. Zdrav I'm fucking this up. I'm sorry, Ukrainian listener. We love you. Don't <laughs> take us insulting your native language and country. Personally, we're not actually insulting it. We're just terrible people. You're
2: going to <laughs> get hacked and docked? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um. So if I didn't say already, I'm done. You
0: are you are done. Everybody's that's done, it, right?
2: I feel like I should have more things to say, but that was I just get more HP, and you know, of course, my proficiency in
0: spell. I don't think there's a ton of things that happen to most of the magic users, wizards in particular, because like it's kind of your jam is getting more spells. Like that's pretty much an awesome thing to happen to you. Four spells More spells, no problem. All right. Out of game questions and answers for our very good adventuring team members. Who wants to go first? Let you guys choose this time instead of me. Got it.
2: Got it. I'll
0: go. (laughs) (laughs) So, Roscoe, I have a deep and personal and terrible question for you this week. Where are your parents buried? And perhaps more importantly, do you ever go and visit them? They're buried. In a clearing, in the woods, outside of town, outside of Andon, yes. And I'll go visit them once a year. Oh, is that once a year? Is that is that on the anniversary? Or that is on the anniversary. Yep. I'll go out there with some ice cream, <laughs> and remember their skulls coming out of their buttholes.
2: Do you do you remember
0: that day vividly? Yes. I, I would imagine overly vividly with the the whole drinking and all the rest. I heard about it. How does it make you feel? You know, honestly, it doesn't make me feel much of anything anymore. Uh, just so much has happened since then. And I've seen more people turn inside out than I care to think about. <laughs> 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 year, careless, lazy wizarding. <laughs> and who remembers things especially vividly from when, you know, when they're eight years old. or You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, that's. I think that's the more terrifying part is like when you're a kid you see things, you know, shit happens around you, and you're remembering it, like, in little kid style, yep. and then you rehash that memory. And studies have proven that every time you access a memory, you alter it slightly. So, the more terrible it is and the more terrifying you remember it, it gets more and more terrifying every time you remember it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's yeah, that's fucking... I, you know, that just made me realize, too. I didn't think about this when I wrote the question, but like, do you, did Melvin... Like, how did the bodies get back? Did Melvin cart them off? That's what I was worrying too, and that was disturbing when I
2: imagined it in my mind. Somebody had to bury them. Somebody had to, like, get them into a coffin, more
0: importantly. Like, did you mm-hmm. get, like, a shovel? And they weren't the only ones. <laughs> so what the, how the fuck did that... I guess we don't have to go into the full logistics of inside-out burying. It was a good day for the Undertaker. The undertaker Who was my dad? The OuterTaker?
2: Your dad was the Undertaker? No, I don't know what he
0: was. I, <laughs> thought about
2: it. I killed I killed the Undertaker. Well <laughs> so. so who's gonna do this now? For like a whole week, there's
1: just dead bodies lying around the streets. In my mind Somebody he also should
0: do something about that. Was a
2: lower rent adventure? Do you wanna be just like him?
0: Yeah, gonna I be better. Uh Kolvik Kolvik, you had the the second not it. Um so you get you earn the right of second question. Kind of a softball for you this week. What's one item? One, you know what? I'm going to put a caveat on this one. What is one non shake related item on your bucket list?
1: I had it all lined up. I had this question. It was ready a to fucking, go it was fucking. Yeah. No, I was actually going to say, besides the shake that we were talking about that I trust with my life, um, I am feeling, since I've been around these guys, more and more homesick as I am because I am more outside of uh the house than i really have ever been and i'm more curious about my family about where they ended up i said i had siblings and are they are they also kind of stayed the place of the family (laughs) (laughs) or have they uh have they gone more orc and kind of gone rogue from the family as well because i feel like i'm kind of splitting off what are they up to you
0: know that that is uh that's kind of an interesting thing to think about is like what family characteristics came out, you know, do you got, do you got like one brother or sister that went super Holy roller Mm -hmm. and you've got another one that's just like killing for fun.
1: Yeah. I have no clue. I just, like I said, they were a tight knit family at home, but after you leave the homestead, kind of, uh, kind of go rogue. And it seems like I'm the only one that actually comes back and visits unless my parents are telling me something. I don't know,
0: but Melvin, it's time for your question. Okay. Melvin. You love knowledge. You're a wizard. Mm-hmm. Wizards love knowledge. Mm-hmm. What is it that you want to know? What uh, knowledge interests you? Lazy wizard? Yeah. I'm really lazy.
2: And <laughs> I only like knowledge insofar as it helps me be lazier. Anything <laughs> that can maximize laziness or just save time. That's like I'll spend like six weeks like researching something if it'll like you know, save me like thirty seconds.
0: Work smarter, not harder, yeah.
2: or, yeah, or something. You know? But that's that's kinda what drives me. Like or I just don't, don't work at all, just wizard. <laughs> just <laughs> 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 just... <laughs> that... <laughs> that should be a t shirt. Don't work, just wizard. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yes it should. <laughs> Don't work. <laughs> yes that's a trademark trademark, <laughs> trademark right work. there don't TM. Work. just wizard tm i'm gonna have to edit that in from now on don't work just wizard tm <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like the magical technology behind like portable holes like you've got one of those in your bladder so that you only have to pee like once every 12 days oh. <laughs> or put one right on your butthole
1: so it just goes yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> it you just, just shit into you. the astral plane. It just, it just goes
2: into <laughs> another dimension. <laughs> there's there's just a like, dimension <laughs> full of your turds now. I just, I, went, I spent like three years creating a, another dimension just so <laughs> I could shit into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> would, you, would you squat to shit if you had one of those on your main No, or would that, you, that's, or would you that would just the whole purpose. The you can shit anywhere in, in, into this other
0: dimension. <laughs> I, f- I feel like it would just be... Because, like, you, if you put it right there, like, you'd probably just put it inside, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, so it never, like, it never goes out of your butthole. So you always have a clean, clean it, butthole. It's just, well, and it's just constantly, like, there's some other dimension yeah, that's just I don't, a constant, exactly. like,
2: bleh. No. Like, <laughs> is right. Like, I don't ever want to have to wipe, either. Yeah. Wiping is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like, just always have a clean colon.
0: Who's going to put that in there?
2: It just magically appears in there. Mm-hmm. Is it? Maybe it's just in there all the time. Yep. Did you have to test
1: run it on a few other creatures, make sure they didn't blow out your asshole or something? <laughs> Toop, oh, nope,
0: that blew you inside. <laughs> yeah, you picked the wrong dimension and like, <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> it gets sucked into the... It goes, it. It. it goes the other way. Like,
3: <laughs> oh, oh, God. oh, I got to flip it around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic blunder.
0: your first iterations it was going to like somebody that you didn't like's house or something (laughs) like like under their bed (laughs) wouldn't you miss shitting it's satisfying about taking a good shit
2: where else are you gonna read your wizard books I don't think I do I'm I'm saving a lot of time and a lot of money on toilet paper Mm. yeah there's a lot of upsides just think of all the gold that's
0: going to that other dimension
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's that's why, that's why I'm storing it all.
0: Because <laughs> you heard that wizard tudes could be rolled
2: it's, into it's, gold. It's just a whole dimension full of my shit, so I can go and roll it into
0: gold anytime I want. I'm, I'm, told, I'm picturing this, like, gravity-less dimension now where there's just all these turds floating in different, like, all over the place. Wouldn't they have mass? In a
2: <laughs> <me>. oh, <laughs> <on the> planet? <laughs>
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's you and, like, a thousand years of other wizards that have all found in this poop dimension. A thousand <laughs> years of wizards. <laughs> you all have basically <laughs> spell off the same spellbook. So you've all been shitting into this dimension and it's just coalesced into a brown star. <laughs> a brown dwarf. It's it's- <laughs> And now your is creating an orbiting planet.
2: Oh, it's gonna reach critical mass yeah. soon, and fusion
0: will ignite. And there's there's like an asteroid field, but it's not asteroids. <laughs>
1: and thus the shit bang theory comes into play. Oh my
3: god! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to fucking work tomorrow, man. I'm
0: <laughs> Imagining like the turd dimension.
3: <laughs> Tales from the turd dimension. God.
2: Man. Oh god. So
0: anyway, that's what uh, that's what motivates me. <laughs> that's that's what interests Melvin. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> a thousand years of wizard <laughs> it's, At least 230 standard, <laughs> standard issue for wizards All wizards above a certain level
1: Can you fight
2: though? It's just like an interdimensional Soft serve machine Melvin can't fart Oh yeah, yeah that's true that's a downside. No, that's a true gas planet out
1: there, yeah. <laughs> like this fucking Jupiter, gas giant, yeah. gas giant that's
0: <laughs> That's the atmosphere. I mean, these, <laughs> you know, maybe that's how that's our creation myth. Is that we were the third dimension from some <laughs> other? Because Venus, the whole atmosphere of Venus is methane. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he can summon smells from the third dimension through his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> third elemental. Just to fit in, he just summons
2: them
1: in. Hey guys. <laughs>
0: yeah have a fart (laughs) haha i farted again from my actual butthole (laughs) (laughs) hello happy listeners welcome back for another episode thanks for continuing to listen didn't think we could talk about that for that long huh didn't think we found farts and poop jokes that funny. Well, I'm glad we can continue to challenge your beliefs and expectations. At least it wasn't booger talk, right? I wanted to send a very special thank you today to our first two Patreon patrons. The first thank you goes to Zach, who has actually supported us from the very beginning. Sorry for the delayed thank you, but know that we are very grateful. A Patreon page with no patrons looks pretty sad. Zach, know that you will always have the honor of being our first and we will never forget you. We also just got our second patron a little bit ago, and John, we're really thankful for the donations. We're doing our best to keep the lights on, and your support really helps make that happen. Everyone who signs up on our Patreon will get a personal thank you in the show, so if you'd like to hear your name spoken by myself or another cast member, now you know how to achieve that. We're also very grateful for everyone who's given us five stars on iTunes, and a special thanks to everyone who's left a review so far. Not everyone can provide financial support, and that's completely fine. Reviews and ratings are extremely helpful to getting us noticed. Don't you think everyone should know about the turd dimension? Another thank you goes out to rpgcasts.com for putting together a really excellent site. You can find a huge listing of excellent roleplay podcasts there, and it's a great resource for the community. This site was just recently revamped to not only highlight women in gaming, but now there's tags to help you find podcasts that include people of color and LGBTQ+, gamers and DMs. Really happy with the new version of the site test. You're killing it. There's also a relatively new site called ActualPlay.net. It's another site listing podcasts and providing reviews for the ones they've listened to. In early 2017, I was struggling to find decent actual play podcasts at all. And now there's two killer sites out there highlighting the genre and helping the community. Thanks, folks. We're really happy to have you. That's everything I've got for this break. I hope the new year is already treating you well. Back to the show. We finished leveling up. You've now got a portable hole with uh, with the body of Lexi in it. You have successfully stored pardons corpse and you're you're gonna make your way back to town now what you've got to figure out is what you're gonna do what are you where are you gonna go and what are you gonna do any thoughts
1: well i think uh the right thing to do being in that grace might be a, a relative of roscoe is what we were kind of assuming at is that we would keep her safe with us
0: yeah i will take her back to the shop. Yeah, and we talked We talked a little bit about this uh, that I can't remember if we did this on or off recording, but I'm just going to establish right now that I know Grace's parentage, but you guys don't have a way of knowing that right now. No. So, and I'm not going to lean one way or the other. I'm not going to tell you one way or the other or hint mm-hmm. or anything else. You guys can choose whether or not you ever even pursue that in the first place. Yeah. I know. So there is an answer to that question. Listener suspense. Listener suspense. Listener suspense. Okay. I mean, does she even does she look like Roscoe at all? She looked like she might be part elf. Was it Lexi? So oh. Lexi was a high elf, mm-hmm. and the main thing that you can distinguish is that the that Grace has like partially rounded ears. I think I be, I believe I described it as like one quarter rounded ears, <laughs> 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 which would you know. Whatever, yeah. Uh, but so that so she, you know, does she look like like Roscoe? You know, uh, I'll be honest, I don't really know. I don't know how distinguishing Roscoe's features are. We haven't really described like his face at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say when you when you look sometimes you could see it. When you look other times you couldn't see it. You know, it's it's hard to say. Still don't know. Damn me, rhythm method. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we also found a good chunk of change, I remember too, that we were just going to leave with the funeral and then down with the other Broken Egg members because they felt like they were getting the wrong in the stick a lot of ways. There was a sad story from Hot Carl. Well, the, la- the last I remember, yeah.
0: the discussion was that that money was going to be for Grace. Yep. It was all
1: for Grace. Okay.
0: Yep. But I mean, it's still up in the air. So we're so we're going to establish like role play wise, you guys are walking back to town and you guys are discussing this as you're walking, what you're gonna do. So, Roscoe, oh. do you have any brothers or sisters? No. You're an only child? Yep. I'm pretty sure
2: she's mine. Do you have any uncles? No. Or cousins? No. <laughs> you don't have
0: <laughs> second cousins. Second <laughs> second
2: cousins. Nope. You're just fucking family tree. Stops with you. Yep. Okay. It's
0: the end of the line. Not no, stops or with great. Or is it? Yeah. Dun dun dun. So you've you've decided that you're you're gonna take Grace in. She's gonna live in the shop with you. It's gonna get a little tight living uh-huh. in that space. And uh, and you get some gold. You guys are are, is, are you gonna set that up for her? That's that's college fund, university fund. Yes. Maybe are, maybe wizarding
2: school. Wizard I don't know. school. Wizard school.
0: I saw a thing online the other day that was like, do you want to know why Harry Potter was so unrealistic? Cause he didn't graduate with fifty thousand fucking dollars of wizarding college debt. <laughs> true story, bro.
2: But
1: then he opened that vault. He was already loaded from his parents. He has no true. debt. Learn your fucking Harry Potter before you try to tool that. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, he was uh, fucking Weasleys, man. Like, yeah, I know the Weasleys, though, they were screwed. Don't fucking challenge me on Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, why didn't he like help out the Weasleys with some of
2: that fucking gold stash he has? You
1: would think so. Hey, being a little Gryffindor, he secretly
2: like, right. hated redheads.
0: <laughs> That explains it. He He, married Ginny, though. Yeah, he took a Weasley as his own. So I guess he helped out one seventh of the family. Do you think they're all excited
2: when he married her because he's rich? (laughs) Finally, a rich
0: Weasley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. She took his last name. (laughs) Oh, damn. The real terrible question at the end of all of this, because Grace is maybe not going to have a perfect future, but she's at least got some brightness ahead, you know, at the college, the university fund and all the rest of that, uh, and the money you guys are going to have to let other people know. I mean, cause Carl and all the rest of that, but, but I think maybe the most important question that you guys need to resolve as you're walking back is you've got a, you've got a corpse in this portable hole. What are you going to do with that? Go out and bury her by my parents. Hmm. It's isolated. Do we want to let anyone else know at this
2: point? Well, I feel like we got to let, like, Carl and shit Like, we we can't just bury her, I guess, without maybe... I I would think people would want to be there and maybe say a few words.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Did you want people to know where your parents are buried? Is that a secret to you?
2: No, no, it's not a secret. It's just... Not a secret at all? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then we can go down and let the others know. Maybe do sure. a small sm- I, right?
2: I wanna make sure like people know that like we weren't responsible. That's either too. Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> How do we convince people of that? Maybe we should just keep this a secret. No, well they would know. I mean, not that I'm gonna try and butt any your role playing here, but I mean they, they know that this this pardon guy went in there and she mm. went missing after that and you guys weren't You guys were not even there in town at the time, basically. You were out of the graveyard, so.
2: Not to mention, we have this portable hole that's filled with cleaning supply that this guy was selling. Minus one
0: that we dumped on him. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. No one else is checking inventory (laughs) levels. (laughs) Why is there
1: one missing? I think that
0: sounds like Yeah, I don't don't think you guys got to worry about there being, like, misconstrued, blame, any of the rest of that stuff. Mm. Yeah, we'll let people know them. The few people that, that would care down in the Broken Egg closure. So you make your way back to town and you make your way down to the broken egg. And you, uh, this is probably early afternoon by this point. So nobody's really working or anything yet. And you pull Carl aside and you explain the scenario out to him. He's, uh, he's kind of sobered up since, since you guys saw him, which that was earlier today. It seems like forever ago, uh, but you explain it out to him and spread the word around a little bit between the, the rest of the staff and eventually Carl and Mia, uh, they talk to Grace and they let her know and there's a lot of confusion there's a lot of crying mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's pretty terrible um, for probably for probably like two hours it's pretty terrible uh, but you're all kind of shocked because Grace is tough as shit uh, she, she kind of like you know wipes off her nose and sticks her chin up and, uh, and Roscoe she looks over at you and she just says, thanks for finding my mom. Well, we cared for your mom very much. So between all of you, you uh, you kind of scrape together a little bit of gold to get the uh, the arrangements made with the, the town undertaker and the next day you go out and in a real pretty dress, uh, in a nice casket and all the rest of that, you, uh, you put Lexi in the ground. And she tries to hide it. Grace is crying a little bit. She's trying to top it out trying to be real strong about it and in the intervening time you uh, you have a conversation with with uh with carl and with mia and those two kind of were the ones that were the most you know watching after the most during uh, during the intervening hours and you kind of all agree that the, the the nice stable place since you guys shop is in a little bit nicer area of town uh that that she'll come out and stay with you guys and you know perkins is pretty much there all the time helping out to raise and whatnot yeah. so you know that all uh, that all ties together in a pretty depressing but sort of good outcome loop there. Um, as you're walking back into town, you are you're walking through uh, on the west side of the river, you know, a couple blocks north of the market uh, on your way back to your guys' place, uh, and you happen to notice that there is a building for sale. It's a uh, it's a little bit bigger of a building than uh, than what you guys are living in right now. It happens to have a couple of extra rooms. And uh, you see that there's a price tag gleaming and pretty on the outside of the building that says 20,000 gold. Mm. Uh, well, maybe now you got something to spend your money on. Who's the owner of this building? Who's uh, selling the,
2: it? Probably fucking Aegis Gringold. That wouldn't be bad if he was. We're on his good side right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And it turns out that this is actually town property. Uh, and you recall hearing about this recently. This is a former firehouse. And, wait, wait, wait
2: wait 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 wait. Does it does it, does it have?
0: Oh yeah, fucking fire pole. It's got well, it's got a fire pole, um, and yeah, the lot the lot's got. Uh, uh, it's a fairly large building, uh, at least versus the existing office that you guys have, and uh, so it's got it's got like an office space in the front, and then a little space in the back for like conference room, pretty much like what you guys are used to, and then there's a. Uh, uh, a bedroom downstairs uh, and then a couple extra rooms upstairs, so there will right. be enough. There will be enough bedrooms for everybody. Okay, and uh, and 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 for Pogs, uh, <laughs> and it's got a nice little fenced in backyard with uh with a shed in the back, uh, uh-huh. pr- a pretty decent sized uh, what we might call a garage, but of course there are no automobiles in this this here world. Two horse garage, two <laughs> maybe like a two carriage garage, I guess. <laughs> two chariot, uh, maybe one chariot. I don't know.
2: Hmm, interesting. Uh, okay.
0: I just look at it with gleaming in my eyes, mm, my own room. Mhm. Mhm. Uh so yeah, it Aegis would actually be the uh, the dude that you would inquire about with this because it is uh, it's essentially city property that's being sold off.
2: Wait, is Aegis the mayor or something or?
0: Aegis basically runs
2: the town. I mean, is he like an elected official or anything like that or?
0: Not really. I no. mean, it, it's town property, but how does that work. Like, he doesn't own that building, but he would more or less manage the sale of it, I guess would be the way to put it. Is there an incorporated city government? Should have thought about all that a little more before <laughs> I...
1: It's going to be 20000 so I'm guessing there's going to be some sort of rent we're going to have to pay for this. I guess we... I
2: don't know. I mean, it's something that we can... Work towards right. Maybe we don't have all the cash, but we also have a lot in cleaning supplies. So, <laughs> hey, you guys have a shitload of cleaning supplies. Does anybody want to go on the road sell some cleaning supplies? <laughs> we should just open up a cleaning business.
1: Hit the old dusty trail.
0: The cleaning fluid works pretty well for lighting enemies on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-purpose. <laughs> So now you've got a a little bit of a a little bit of a goal place that you uh, mm-hmm. maybe want to find a place to live. We'll see. Maybe maybe you don't fucking care about that place at all. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way back to your existing quarters, your existing building, um, and you you find a place for uh, you find a place for Grace to settle in. I haven't given you guys like a floor plan or anything, so I suppose you don't really know where that would be, but uh, you find a place for her to hang out and introduce yeah. her to Perkins, and she and Perkins get along uh, just smashing, you know, a handful of days goes by, and, and you guys settle into settle into life and and whatnot. Uh, and conveniently, you get a, another letter. You get a calling card from Aegis saying that he's going to stop by the following day how are these letters delivered he's got messengers and shit well so you know what we're gonna we're gonna say that this one is uh, this one was delivered by his daughter daff she comes by all all swinging and swaggering and whatnot tosses the letter down on uh perkins's desk and he says i oh, thank you ma'am can we
1: get a sense of how daff feels about us since our last encounter
0: you know, uh, go ahead and roll some insight. We haven't rolled dice yet today. I have. Um, I think it's... Let me get to that.
1: Just have a 11. 11? Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I lie. I'm i pretty good with insight. 17. 17? You
3: yep.
0: are insightful as fuck. Yes, I am. did even know that about myself. <laughs> it, it actually, so it doesn't take a ton of insight to know that Daph's opinion of you hasn't necessarily changed she's looking around with a little more of an inquisitive of an eye now that you guys are starting to get more of her family's attention at this point but you get a pretty strong impression that most people are beneath beneath her notice mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit of arrogance there mm-hmm. what'd you what'd you say about the white king shit of turd hill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get a little bit she's she's kind of like the perfect sum of the arrogance of both parents okay just hateable hateable yep but is also pretty badass. not that that diminishes the hateableness, but like she's cocky, but she's cocky for a reason, because like she's, she's got a reputation of like, you know, winning arm wrestling contests and like beating the fuck out of people. and you know, her parents pretty much run the town, so there's not a lot of consequences when she pounds the shit out of somebody.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank Sent to be a shallow pig, but is she a fetching woman? You know, to some she might be, to some she might not be. Would Roscoe have a scare action? <laughs> a, <what? laughs> a what? A scare action? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't. I don't see. I don't see Roscoe as like uh, what would you call it? The people that like sexual conquest kind of person. Like yeah, I don't. I don't see that because that's the kind of person that would be like, man, that's the kind of chick I want to fuck. Like.
1: No, it's like someone scares you, but in a good way. Whoa. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, some people like the whole domination thing and all mm-hmm. the rest of it. I could see that. I could see that. I don't necessarily picture either of those being Roscoe's thing. No, I'm into biters. <laughs> 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 She'd take a piece of skin if she bit you. She's... like. <laughs> Uh, so she swings, she, she dumps off the letter and um, like doesn't outright flip you guys off on the way back out the door, but, uh, but there's, there's a look that pretty much implies it. Mm-hmm. There's no waves. There's no hellos. Yeah. Anything you guys want to do in the intervening time or should we just fast forward? Cool with either.
1: I think we should just fast forward.
0: Yeah. There's a, there's maybe an adorable montage of you guys like having, having like a pillow fight or a. You know, whatever with Grace, kind training of training Grace to fight none of that nonsense, helping her settle in. Would you train uh, Grace for Pogs? Would
2: you teach her how to play? If she's interested, is she interested in Pogs?
0: I, you know, I think she's uh, she's expressed some curiosity, but when you like, when you're like, here, take it. You know, you try. She's like,
3: ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: like I think I, you know, and it's it's because she's trying to she's trying to be like a tough kid. You know, so she's like. It's not necessarily that she's not interested. You can tell she is a little bit, but she's like, she doesn't want to try and fail, so she doesn't want to try. Hmm. Maybe not in front of other people or something like that. Okay. Interesting. So we fast forward to the next day, montage of adorable grace things going on, and they just swings by around noon again, all gruff and, and, and whatnot, as he's wont to be. He says, all right, we got to move forward in the next part of building you assholes up. I've arranged a little bit of a competition between you and the super amazing adventure friends. Oh. You guys have 48 hours to come back with as big of an umber hulk as you can carry. You go up to the caves, up in the mountains, kill one, and bring it back to town. And whoever can bring back the bigger one wins 2,000 gold in the admiration of all the townspeople. Are you in? Yeah, we're in. Yeah, we are. Yep. Are you just mocking his voice right to him? (laughs) Yeah we're his terrible shitty voice that I came up with him. (laughs) The wizards poop into another dimension.
3: Oh, man, you're fucking break me uh...
1: <laughs> So, are you known for creating this thing? So, like if
0: No, he, a... he got this from somewhere else. Got what? The 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 sphincter to dimension? another dimension spell. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, common it's what's it's like the first thing wizards <laughs> were.
2: <Yeah. laughs> well, that's the that's the question. Do you guys know that I have this or were you guys just sitting around like Man, Melvin never goes to the fucking bathroom. Like, what's up with that? I feel like I'd have figured it out.
0: Well, yeah, you've been with him for 23 years. But maybe you just never asked. Or okay, never yeah, I guess
1: I don't know. So I'm like, hey, you might need a, a bathroom break. Melvin's like, no. Like,
0: I feel like if I lived with somebody for 20 some odd years and I never saw them take
2: a shit or go into the bathroom for an extended period of time, like, I would have questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe you have questions. Maybe you've never asked me,
0: you know, what a. Where it goes? I feel like I know about the poop dimension. I feel like it's common knowledge. Dad, do yeah. you poop? Hey, I'm not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you probably figured out when you Every, walked. Everybody wanna...
2: poops except for wizards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you say you probably figured it out when you walked into the house and there was no toilet. <laughs> What's going on here
0: the first place you guys lived didn't have a toilet because yeah. melvin just didn't think of it for you
3: <laughs>
0: i mean i also have to have like a uretha
2: to another dimension as well right well no. you
0: could pee if you wanted to that's mm-hmm. not that big of a hassle well i guess if you wanted to i mean i'm all in on this i was so. sticking dimensional portals inside my deck <laughs> or anywhere near my deck I mean The the prostate dimension (laughs) (laughs) There's just arcs of pee that come out of (laughs) like. This is getting so absurd (laughs) I like that there's gotta be A different plane of existence for pee and poop (laughs) You
3: couldn't all just go to the same one (laughs) (laughs) That's gross (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like, I,
2: I, I spent three years creating the turd dimension and a, another three just for a urine.
0: <laughs> well, scientists are still working on the booger dimension. All right. Returning to actual D&D. Not that this isn't fascinating. So, did you you guys uh, universally agreed you're accepting this job? Yeah. Yes. I don't.
2: What is the thing we're after?
0: Uh, it is a umber hulk, which oh. an umber hulk is a very large subterranean, very nasty creature. Well, nobody, listeners at home can't see, but they are known for being subterranean. They are known for being excellent hunters. They're known for just generally being very armored and, uh, and nasty to deal with. I'm excited to take this thing down.
1: I'm, I'm feeling a little orcish. I'm ready for mm. some chaos to happen around here. It's been, it's been kind of.
0: You get some steam to blow got off. Got
1: some steam to blow off, exactly.
0: Aegis explains to you that there is, there is a cave entrance, going northwest of town. I, I really got to start sending you guys somewhere other than northwest of town at some point. Because who knows, there might be secrets to the south as well. Secret. So to the northwest of town, there is a there's a cave and he explains to you that there's rumor of there being a, a fairly frequent sightings of umber hulks in and around that cave. So he's he's giving you guys kind of a leg up here with, uh, with pointing you in the right direction. Alright. All right. Away we go. So, Away we go.
1: How much do we know about um, hawks between us, the three of us. Do we know that they're where we can usually find them, or what they're generally like?
0: Let's have you guys make. A, I'll have each of you make a nature check. Yeah, I don't know much about nature.
1: Surprisingly enough, living in the woods, I don't know a whole lot about nature.
0: I know literally everything about nature. Yeah, that that's a critical success. Twenty-two awesome. six for you. Holy shit! So. <laughs> Super wizard knowledge from Melvin, and apparently that was passed on to Roscoe. You guys know all the fuck about Umberhulks. You know that they are very, very, very dangerous creatures. The Umber Hulk is a very large monstrosity. It is considered chaotic evil. They are exceptionally strong. They are exceptionally good hunters. And because you guys rolled that amazing roll... You know that Umberhulks, in fact, have another special ability, which is called the Confusing Gaze. You know that if you start your turn within thirty feet of an Umber Hulk and it's able and you're able to see its eyes and it's able to see you, the Umber Hulk can magically force you to make a DC fifteen charisma saving throw. And on a failed saving throw, you can't take reactions until the end of your next turn. And you don't know what a D eight is, but you'll know you'll have to roll one to decide what you do on that turn because it'll be all fucking in your brain space. Rent my fucking mind. Yeah. To the uh-huh. point where you might even attack your friends if you uh if you fall victim to this. Oh Jesus.
1: Would this be something that my friends would know that a dispel magic would be able to take care of if they were under this condition?
0: Dispel magic would not help you in this condition because it is a uh, okay. It is a product of it being a nat, uh, like a magical creature. Gotcha. What a dick. Yep. Super dick. Super dick. Umber Hulk. All right. So that is the uh, that is the extent of your knowledge about Umber Hulks. And what would you what would you uh, what would you like to do with that information? I'd say
1: we go to the cave. Do you think we should <laughs> should we try to send the super awesome? Asshole friends in a different direction Try to point them off the trail
2: Yeah we gotta fuck with those guys somehow
0: well, They're uh, they're not Alright so let me step back for just a second So Aegis is still in the room mm. Are you saying that to Aegis or are you saying that Like do you want to dismiss him and then go about your business
1: Yeah I guess he's In a win win situation either way he, well, He's kind better,
0: of Invested about... uh, in us at this point Yeah you're right uh, he's maybe the one to... We can ask him if he wants to point those other guys
2: Maybe not like a really fuck with them but just kind of I mean even if he does or doesn't I say we dispatch like a letter that looks like it's from Aegis to them and be like hey it's Aegis you should go to this cave
0: over here instead. In the southeast of town yep. ooh
3: <laughs> okay
1: yeah so uh
0: by the storage units Yep. Uh
1: if you want to get out of here now we know our business thanks guy to get him out of the room and so we can discuss what we want
0: all right he gives you uh the curt nod as you've become accustomed to now and leaves the building is Daff still with him this was yesterday she dropped off the oh, letter that's... this is the next day where he's coming by to visit that's
1: good but who has the? i guess we have to know who has the best clo- uh calligraphy
0: so you, you uh you by the way when Daff left yesterday Grace gave her the middle finger as she was walking out of the room.
1: Grace is awesome
0: and uh, as as uh, Aegis is is leaving the room, she stands up really straight and salutes him when he's leaving the room, <laughs> but in a in an ironic little girl way a sarcastic salute like because she's doing like a stuffy face like a mm, like a stuffy old man face as he leaves.
3: What <laughs> would well,
0: decide how good our letter is performance persuasion I'd uh... say persuasion. There is well, a specific skill for this. Could you uh, possibly call man, Ooh. Jeez. Mm. That's a fancy uh, word. Which is a subset of some other skill, so let me look it up.
2: I just realized there's a skill for deception as well. I don't think I've ever seen
0: anybody roll for that. I thought we did a deception roll at some point. Well, I don't remember it, okay. Maybe I, just, I just don't. Alright. <laughs> it's I was literally, I was just doing. Was it my... when you made the alpha badger appear in the room? That was a performance role, mm. which you did terribly at, which is why it looked like a shitty marionette, <laughs> 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 like a like a crappy like a uh, like a flash animation, like a fucking two-dimensional cutout bouncing around the room. Nice. That's how it happened in the theater of my brain.
1: <laughs> brain theater.
0: I wonder why I can't find this now. Um, but yeah, we'll do this as a, we'll do this as a, uh, a fucking deception check. If you guys want to roll that, the forgery, you know, and I feel like this would be something Roscoe. Oh, damn it. I just busted My deception is seven. I feel like this is something that between Roscoe and, uh, and our spy background, Melvin over here that you guys would be pretty good at. I think so. We're good at forgeries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All right, what so we who, do? who wants to do the actual forgering? For, forgering. The wizard does. The wizard does the actual forgering. Forging. Foraging. Mm-hmm. Foraging for forgery. No, I'm, I'm good at wording. Uh, and because Roscoe is also deception worthy, etc., I'm going to give you advantage on the roll. Come on. Uh,
2: and it's a deception check? Yes. So that would be a 15.
0: All right. Roll one more time. That would be a five. All right. So you forge a letter to the super amazing adventure friends pretending Mm -hmm. to be Aegis.
1: Yeah, I think that would be Roscoe being his awesome deception.
0: And you deliver it. Or you, you put it in the local postal system because of course this town has a postal system. You anonymously deliver this letter. (laughs) (laughs) Is there, (laughs) uh, is, is there like a, an alpha badger cave or anything like that <laughs> that we can send them to send them to uh i'm going to go ahead and roll some roll some nature uh uh fuck yeah that's a 19 19 so you direct them southeast of town to an a, a, a alpha badger cave that you know of <laughs> And the letter mm-hmm. is
1: delivered. Should we wait to see if they head that direction or do we just want to head off believing that they'll... Is all... this
2: a race or strictly a contest of size?
1: Well, strictly a size but I think if we get there first, we'll have the pick of the litter.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we, we don't
2: want to hang out and watch what
1: they do. Yeah. No. we just... help for the best and go yeah, on about okay. our business? Good I believe
0: I said it was 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. So We'll just assume that they're fucked. <sighs> they're going to chase their tails for a little bit. Episode 10, A Graceful Home, was released on January 7th, 2018. Join us again next week for another episode of The Very Good Adventuring Tea.